Welcome back to the Moms Do Business Different podcast. I'm your host, Kay Hillman, believer, wife, mama, and creator of the Shmoney Mama Gang. Myself and my team support mamas who are service providers and coaches in creating strategies that make buyers say, take my shmoney, and create companies that bring in high cash months doing the bare minimum. Join me for conversations on money, business growth, sales, productivity, and the mindset of being a mom who does business different. Mama, are you ready for the vibe? Listen up and let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. Okay, I pray this is a short episode, but baby, I don't even know why I keep prefacing my episodes like this. I think it's because my intention is that these episodes stay like around 25 minutes or less, but baby, girl, you know. Anyway, today I want to talk about one of my favorite things, which is, or which are, I don't know, infomercials. I think it should have been which are infomercials. I don't know. Anyway, I want to talk about infomercials and I want to talk about like the lesson in this in in hopes that you can give yourself permission to lower the price of your offer or to have a low ticket offer. Now, listen, I know that like lately I've been talking about like why you don't need a high ticket offer and blah, blah, blah. And I recognize like, you know, I'm the high ticket queen. Like your girl loves a good high ticket. But the one thing that I realize is that I have been remiss to like talk about the fact that in my coaching and in my teaching and in my strategies with my clients, I actually teach an entire offer suite, not just have a high ticket offer. And also I have a lot of clients that come to me and they don't have huge audiences, but they sell low ticket offers, right? And so I feel like I need to just give the low ticket girlies a little bit more like credit for, hey, like low ticket is a vibe and is a viable option. So let's talk about infomercials because I love infomercials. I love infomercials. I love QVC. Like I love it. And the reason why I love it is because if you watch these things, you learn so much sales strategy and sales psychology. Like if you really pay attention and you really like take note of what is happening, gosh, like chef's kiss on how much you can learn about how to sell how to appeal to people and like to see a sales psychology process unfold in 15 minutes to an hour, right? It's just like, wow, this is amazing. Um, And I am such a nerd. So I like these things. Okay. So anyway, (laughs) have you ever like seen a, a, you know, infomercial, a commercial or something and even if you didn't buy it right then, if you see the product or a similar one later, um, whether it's at the store or online, maybe you end up buying it, right? Like how like how often does that happen to you? I'm gonna be honest, it happens to me a lot. Like if I see a product and then, you know, on, on QVC or if I see a product on an infomercial or just a commercial, right? Like a commercial that, you know, plays over and over and over again, right? And I mean, I know a lot of us do like the whole ad-free thing, but just humor me for a second. When you see things pop up over and over and over again, even if you don't buy it the first time you see it, the more you start to see it, right? Or if you see it out in in public, or if you see a friend that has it, how often do you go and buy that thing, right? Maybe you don't do it, but ask your grandma, right? Ask your grandma how many things from an infomercial she's bought for you, Like my grandmother, she used to buy me so many things that she would see on like inside a catalog or inside from an infomercial or from QVC. Like she would just buy me these things. And it's actually very, very often that people 
will do this, right? And there's so much strategy in what infomercials are doing. So here are like the three main things that I want you to think about when it comes to the infomercial strategy. I like to call this the infomercial strategy. Um, And it's just something so valuable that you can learn from like infomercials or commercials in general, right? Number one, repetition in selling, okay? Repetition in selling is going to be key. This is one of the reasons why you will see a lot of people say things like, you know, uh, people need to see something seven times or, you know, uh, it's not something that people say. It's like an actual statistic, I think, that like people need to see something seven times before they buy. And I believe the number has actually increased like 21 times, right? Anyway, long story short, repetition in selling is key. And if you are watching an infomercial or if you are watching QVC, when I tell you there's a call to action to buy every like minute or, or two minutes, like literally there is repetition in selling, okay? And they are constantly selling. Like actually, and when I say selling, I mean like the call to action, call this number, you know, toll free, uh, go to this website, right? Some of them are getting so sophisticated. They're like, here's the barcode, scan the barcode. <laughs> like it's, it's just like getting so sophisticated on how you can purchase these things. But bottom line is that there is repetition in selling. There's repetition in the sales pitch. And so that's like the number one thing that you can learn from watching an infomercial is that they do not shy away from the call to action. I mean, so much so that they leave the number up in the, uh, the, the website up on the bottom banner pretty much the whole time. Like only time they take it off is when they're doing a testimonial. And even then they don't take it off. There's a lot of ones that like, even during testimonials, they don't take off the banner. So it's like, you literally see the call to action the entire 15 minutes or the entire hour that they're doing it. QVC has it up the entire time they're selling the offer. Um, And even then literally, I mean, like the woman will literally just stop and say, by the way, you can buy this by, you know, texting us 111 or whatever. Like literally there is repetition in selling, right? So that's the first thing. Be repetitive in your selling. Don't let up. Literally every piece of content you create, every email you send, sell in it. If you're on my email list, you know that at the bottom of my emails, I say how I can serve you and I sell. Um, I'll sell on my PS. I'll sell throughout my um, throughout my email on the podcast. I talk about the membership, right? I am selling the membership. I am selling when I'm doing uh, one-on-one coaching. I sell the one-on-one coaching, right? Uh, shameless plug, you need to be in the membership. If you're not in the membership, I don't understand why because you should like go join the membership. It's it's the perfect place for you if you are wanting to build a bare minimum business and to have the tools that you need to actually implement so that you can 3x your visibility, so that you can double your leads, so you know exactly what to say, do, think, um, all the things in terms of your marketing. Like I literally give you all the templates and set our action plans. And then I teach you how to sell. We're doing a workshop this month. Well, I think it's already passed by the time this one, this comes out, but we just did a workshop on how to actually sell in the DMs, like how to go from just casually talking to the DMs to actually converting. So you are learning sales strategy, but you're also getting the tools to actually execute and implement, right? So join the membership. But anyway, repetition and selling, that's the first thing that you can learn from an infomercial. And that is like the key part of the infomercial strategy. The second thing, and this is like a little, I'm not going to say a hot take because I don't feel like it's a hot take, but like, it's just, it's strategy, right? This is, this is sales psychology to the fullest, fullest, but the deep discount, the deep discount that happens on infomercials is insane because the crazy thing is, and I've talked about this before. I can't remember what episode it was, but I talked about, um, 
how your value doesn't change. Uh, I think this was a strategy Saturday, actually. It was episode 277 where I talked about undervaluing yourself um, or reducing your price to get more sales. Um, One thing infomercials do very, very well is giving a deep discount. But the gag is, is that the deep discount that you get from a infomercial does not change the value of what they're selling. But because they understand volume, they're able to discount things strategically while still knowing that there's going to be people that pay full price. And this is actually a really, really cool concept and a great way to leverage sales psychology. Because the idea that they have is that, you know what? We're just going to play the volume game, right? We're going to play the volume game. But when people aren't watching this commercial and they're thinking about our product later on, or they're thinking about working with me later on, guess what? They're going to buy, they're going to end up buying it at full price, right? Because the offer is off the table, right? And I think that is so genius. And it, it makes me think about how like as coaches or like when we're selling a course or a program or whatever, how, you know, when people join our beta round, they get it for, you know, that discounted price. Or if people buy it within our launch, they get a discounted price and, oh, wait, there's more. You get this like free little, uh, you know, and inside our launches, like you might do like a free audit or a free, you know, they get access to your course, right? You add a bonus in. Same thing with infomercials, right? Like same concept with infomercials. And that is a huge key or a huge part of sales psychology because the value of your offer didn't change just because you discounted it or, or because you, you know, it's valued at this much, but you can only pay one price of this, right? Like it didn't mean the value changed. It just means that, hey, you're making a strategic decision to play a volume game. And contrary to popular advice or contrary to what people may say, it's okay to play a volume game even if you have a small audience, right? Because the thing is, is that you can grow your audience. And something that people don't talk about a lot, um, and 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 I, you know, I try not to like talk about what too many other people talk about because it doesn't matter. But something that I do know is missing from a lot of sales education is the fact that just because you have a high ticket offer doesn't mean that you that you can sell it to a small audience, right? Yes, it's possible. And yes, you need less sales. But if your audience is not buying a high ticket offer or if they're tired of your high ticket offer, you're still going to be stuck in a spot where you can't move the product, right? You can't move, you can't sell your offer. So I'm saying all this to say, it's okay to give the discount or it's okay to have, you know, instead of a discount to have a low ticket offer, right? Sell the low ticket offer. If you want to sell a workshop, an ebook, a, a guide, a mini course, a regular size course, like it doesn't matter. Have, have a tiny product if that's what you want. Have a membership if that's what you want, right? You can play the volume game and it's so possible to win and be successful at that, even if you have a small audience, right? Like even if you have a small audience, I've, I've seen people and this has happened to clients and we've had to reimagine what their product suite looks like. I've had clients who had a high ticket offer. They had a small audience and you know, they're launching thinking like, okay, people are going to eat this up and nobody bites. And then they bust out a low ticket offer boom, it sells like hotcakes, right? And so it's beneficial sometimes to just go with a low ticket offer or give a discount. And I know that I've had a love-hate relationship with discounts. And I know that a lot of people in the industry uh, have a love-hate relationship with providing discounts, but sometimes it works. Like infomercials are a great example of why discounts work. And discounts don't mean that you are undervaluing the offer. And I really want to like drive home the point that like a discount does not mean that you've undervalued the offer. I feel like collectively in the online industry, 
it has been um, positioned that discounting your offers is undervaluing the offer. And I really want to encourage you to shift your perspective on that. I really want you to understand that the value of your offer doesn't change, right? It does not change just because you've priced it lower. Now, there is a such thing as perceived value, right? And for some people, the perceived value, that may change, but not really. If you still articulate the offer and the and the actual value of it, a discount doesn't mean that, oh, the value of it changed. It just means that, hey, I'm getting this for a really good deal, right? Like I'm getting, and people love deals, right? That goes back to sales psychology. People love deals. They, there was a study that was done that showed what a brain looks like, like what several people's brains look like when they, um, when they like feel like they're getting a deal or when they're getting a discount and the dopamine hit that they get and how good they feel about their purchase is unmatched. So I just want to say that, I mean, hey, it's, it's something to take from infomercials and it's something that I have leveraged in my business, especially recently. The company, I've definitely shifted things to embrace more of an infomercial strategy and I don't feel bad about it. I love it for myself and it's very, very fun. Okay. The last thing of the infomercial strategy that I want to speak on is just articulating the value of the offer, but most importantly, being able to articulate it in different ways. Baby, an infomercial will sell you so good by saying the same thing 500 different ways. Like literally the person that's doing the voiceover will say it one way and then they'll do a review uh, and somebody else will say it another way. And then they'll show like a reenactment of how to use it. And that'll tell you, you know, about the offer, like the value of the offer in a different way. And like the way they just show the offer in so many different ways, so many creative ways and just articulate the value is mind blowing. Like you got to sit down and really watch an infomercial or sit down and just spend some time watching the QVC channel. And you'll be like, wow, you guys are so creative in speaking about the value of this offer in different ways. I mean, literally, they will pick apart every little aspect. Like, I remember like a few years ago, um, there was like this pan and like the unique feature was that you could literally like take the handle off of it. And like they did a whole deep dive on taking the handle off and just like why this was so revolutionary and why you just need a pan that you could take the handles off. And in hindsight, I'm like, why would I need to take the handle off? But then wait, there's more. Here are lids that can go on it. And now you can put your pot in the fridge. Bebe. Talk about somebody bought quick fashion in a hurry. Like, and I mean, I've, I've since like burned those pans to the ground. So it's not a big deal. Like I don't have them anymore. But I mean, that infomercial just sold me on all the many different features and benefits. And it really just articulated the value to me in so many different ways. And that's what you need to do with your offers. Like you need to get really good at articulating the value of your offer in a bunch of different ways, breaking down your offer. I'm actually going to do a training on this inside of the membership coming up where I talk about like the messaging library and just how to break down how you articulate your offer and how you should always be thinking about more ways to articulate and position your offer. I have such a long document of just ways that I talk about my offers and if you really listen to my podcast like, and you really pay attention to my emails, you can see that I talk about my offers in so many different ways. I highlight so many different features and benefits of my offer in different ways. Um, one part of my offer that I'm so, so freaking excited about in the membership is literally the action plan. Like the action plan... Uh, <laughs> Like so many people have told me and sent me like, oh, it's, it took me, you know, an hour to write all my content. Like this has been just amazing. And I love the action plan. I love the fact that it's so actionable, right? Like that's the whole point. Like it's, it's something that you could just come in and you can implement and you can see like market or not market, but you can see like 
fast, I should say. I don't know if the word's fast. Anyway, you can see like actual success and results just by jump joining and then just start implementing. Like there's no, oh, I got to watch a five hour training. No, go download the document, start implementing, like start doing, like it's literally that fast. Like I don't think I've seen anybody, well, I actually have seen like other people that have like fast action things that you can do inside their membership. So I'm not going to say that. But what I will say is that like, I know that mine is super unique because I recognize that as moms, we got to do what? Business different, gang, gang. Anyway, I'm saying all this to say, get really like, get comfortable with articulating the value of your offer in a, in a bunch of different ways. Get really comfortable with how you are talking about your offer um, and watch an infomercial so you can really see like the nuance. Like get some reviews, look at your reviews. How can you tweak things that people have said and do case studies? Or how can you like take an experience that you're having or something that you're working on with your client and how can you present that to people to really showcase your offer in a unique and different way so people can see all the aspects of it? Something else that I love about the membership is that like the community, right? The community, people are getting in there and like literally we are having, you know, I think somebody sent like a four minute voice note or whatever. And I mean, like at first I was like, dang, people are going to write, send long voice notes. But guess what? I actually don't mind. Like I don't mind lengthy voice notes, right? Because sometimes you just got to get it out of your brain, right? And say what you need to say. And guess what? I sent a whole, like, I think three minute voice note back and it was fine, right? Like it's, it's not that deep, but I love that about the community. I love that people are able to connect in there and partner with each other. Like there are so many amazing things that are happening inside the membership. And so really i even i am constantly like finding new ways to talk about the membership or find new aspects of the membership to talk about that at first to me probably don't feel like super like oh this is not a big deal but to to my community people love it okay and that's the thing everybody is joining your offer for a different reason so you need to be able to articulate all the different values like all the different f- features and benefits like you should be able to articulate all those different things in different ways for your community and for your audience, for your potential buyers. And that is what an infomercial will teach you. So those are the three main things, repetition and selling, the deep discount or having a low ticket offer, and then articulating the value of your offer in uh, different ways, right? Those are the three big components, I would say, of a infomercial strategy. So your messaging, your pricing, right? And then just being really repetitive in the selling. So here's the thing, sales will give you confidence. Okay. The more sales you get, the more confident you will you will become. And infomercials do it. And like infomercials, they really have a knack for one getting sales, but two for just having a very almost formula type process for how they are getting sales. But that is the appeal, right? The appeal is that people want to know and people want to feel like, dang, the price is a no-brainer. The, you know, how they're talking about the offer is a no-brainer. The way they constantly talk about the offer, right? That repetition. Like, that is the appeal to getting sales. And you will become more confident as you start getting sales, but you have to start doing it. And the truth is that people become excited because that is your approach to sales. So one of the reasons why I know people buy from me and buy my offers or i guess one way that i am able to like be more intentional about it is one my excitement about it but two i'm just consistent in selling right like if you just are consistent in selling and you're consistent and you're you're uh you have a no-brainer price and i want to say this it's not even about offering a deep discount or about like having a low ticket offer it's about just positioning the price of your offer as a no-brainer right like it's it like 
it's not that people should feel like your offer is cheap because I never want that way because your girl ain't cheap, right? So it's not about them feeling like you're cheap. It's about people being able to look at the price of your offer and be like, yeah, that makes sense. Or like, heck yeah, like this feels like a deal to me. Like this feels like a steal to me. That is the type of reaction you want them to have to your offer. You don't want people to look at your offer price and be like, hmm. I don't know about that, right? And I mean, trust me, I've done it. I've done that where I've priced my offer at a point and it it caused people to be like, mm, I don't know about that shoddy. Like, maybe not. Um, and that's not that's not a fun place to be in. Like, that's not a fun place to be in as a business owner. And it's also not a fun place to be in for the potential client, right? Like, you don't want your clients to feel that way about you or to have that response to you. And I feel like that's what infomercials, like, that's what infomercials teach. Like, they teach, if you really pay attention to the strategy, they are teaching you like, you need to appeal to like that concept of the no-brainer price because that's what excites the client. That's what excites the buyer. So it's okay to lower the price of your offer or to have a lower price to your offer or to highlight the fact that the price of this offer is a no-brainer, right? I have some clients who like the whole positioning behind their offer is the fact that it is a no-brainer price, right? That's beautiful, right? Um, so consider consider that, right? If you're in that kind of space and that kind of season, it doesn't mean the value is less, but it does mean that you might have an easier time moving the product, right? Like there's nothing wrong with it just being easier for you to sell the offer. And then you can focus on volume, which is not a bad thing, right? We have to like let go of the idea that, you know, oh, if I have a small audience, I can only have, like I, I need to have a high ticket offer to hit my revenue goals. Okay, Yes, I do see that, right? And the, and there is a correlation, right? The math maths. But also, if you have a small audience and you still can't even sell the low ticket, the high ticket offer, it's okay to consider, you know what? Let me get cash in the door and get people into my funnel with a low ticket offer. And here's something that I feel like um needs to like maybe explain a little bit more. It's okay to have like back end ways for people to work with you. So if somebody comes into your world or comes into your funnel on a low ticket offer, you can sell them on the back end into a higher ticket offer once they feel more comfortable with you. So sometimes I also like to think about your low ticket offer or like having a, you know, discount on a on a low ticket offer or whatever. I also like to get people to think about that in terms of, you know what, this is like the first step into getting them into your world. And the truth is that, and this there's evidence on this. When someone spends a dollar with you, like just one dollar, they are more likely to spend another dollar with you and another dollar with you. But you got to get them in the door, right? So if you maybe are not in a position of like um, you haven't built up enough authority or offer awareness, like there are just different things that are happening and you're not selling a high ticket offer, it may be worth it to consider having a lower ticket offer or creating a discount, you know, it could be temporary, right? Creating a discount so that you can get people in the door to then eventually upsell them into a higher ticket offer later on down the line. So I want to encourage you in that and saying that like, I'm not saying just have a low ticket offer. I'm just saying like, hey, I feel like a lot of people don't talk about like an offer suite, but for a lot of business owners, having an offer suite is the uh, best approach for your type of company. So I want to say that there. Um, now, I'm sure my service provider girlies are like, yeah, this don't apply to me because I am not discounting my services. I am not having a low ticket, whatever, right? I'm not going to have a low ticket service. And I get that, right? So here's the thing. As a service provider, I actually don't recommend a discount, right? I'm a, I'm a fellow service provider. I like a lot of my bread and butter up until last year was in my services. So I do recognize that like, okay, discounting your services do, does not feel good. And uh, it doesn't always make the most sense, right? So for you and where you can benefit in this entire infomercial, infomercial uh, strategy is the repetition, right? Repetition in your selling. And then also um, 
consistency and selling your offer in different ways, right? So those two parts are going to be where you implement the infomercial strategy, right? Because a huge mistake that I see a lot of service providers make is that you stop marketing after you've maxed out your client load. And I know this is easy to do because once you are maxed out on clients, it is hard to like keep going with your marketing because you're so focused on, uh, you know, supporting and serving your clients. But you cannot afford to do that because what's going to happen? You are going to wake up and you're going to be like, dang, these clients are about to fall off and I have nobody to replace it with. And it's going to take me another three to six months before I can actually fill the pipeline again. So now you're going this period of time with no clients. And that really does suck. It has happened to me time and time again. And it took me really learning to not do that before I could um, actually get myself out of that hole. So what I encourage you to do is to follow those two points of the infomercial strategy of repetition in your selling and consistency in selling the offer in different ways because at in that case you can then create a wait list because that day is going to come right where you need to where you have openings right and you want to make sure you have leads in the pipeline for that so in that case you have this wait list that you can now sell to so yes it's, it's kind of weird to like still sell necessarily when you uh have a wait list but sell the wait list like sell why it's important to be on the wait list be re- be repetitive in um selling your offer selling the wait list and then get really like creative with how you are selling your offer in different ways but more importantly, selling them on why they just need to get on the wait list now, right? Like why they need to just be on standby because when you open your calendar or when you have another spot, they want to be able to be one of the first people to grab it because you're booked out for, you know, three months or six months or whatever the situation may be. Uh, my community loves it. Okay. My community loves uh, being on a standby list. They love knowing that like, dang, K booked out for 2023. Like last year I booked out, nobody could book me for the rest of the year. And the girls loved it, you know what I'm saying? Because it makes them show up differently for themselves and it makes it to where they are like, girl, this money is put to the side so that when you open up your books for more photography clients, like I'm going to slide in there. And I love that for me because it makes it to where I can continue to sell my offers without feeling uh, like, oh man, I can't serve these people. But also fully knowing that when I do open up my books or when I do have availability, I have people that I can just go directly to and be like, hey girl, the, 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 the calendar is open, get in where you fit in kind of situation. So I still want you to like think about this because I understand that like infomercials, they really aren't limited by like their capacity. Like as service providers, we do have a capacity that, you know, unless we like hire team members or other people, like at some point we do reach capacity. But one thing that I do see with infomercials is that like they continue to run day after day after day, regardless of any kind of capacity, any kind of time limits. And so, of course, like they sell products. So it's like a little bit different. But as a service provider, I want you to keep that same energy of like, that's okay. Like I might have hit capacity, but like I'm still going to keep running the marketing. I'm still going to keep running how I'm selling every single day because there's going to be a time period where the cart is open and I don't want it to take six months for it to be filled. That's just giving a hard pass, right? So that's all I'm gonna say about this strategy. And I hope that you use it because baby, infomercials are infomercials are a vibe. And every time I like sit down and take the time to like think about my company as like or think about my marketing as an infomercial, like 
I really do cash out. Like I cash out because I'm just like, wow, this is so much. Like it becomes fun. Like you can think about it as a campaign. Like you can put a whole campaign together for like a month or two months. Like really embrace your marketing as a infomercial, like an extended infomercial and just see what happens, right? See what happens when you decide to be repetitive in your selling, selling every single thing that you do. When you decide to like, sell a low ticket offer or give a discount, right? Like a flash sale, like just do something random, like just have some fun or just have some fun with like dropping a no brainer price just because, right? Like see how that feels, articulating the value of your offer in a different way every single day. Like when you decide to like, oh, I'm gonna just take the month to to have an infomercial, like you'll be so so surprised on how it turns out. Um, This, you see this happen a lot. I don't think people do this intentionally, but this happens a lot around Black Friday, right? When people are doing their Black Friday sales, they are really following like an infomercial type of strategy uh, for their business. So, um, or anytime someone does like Christmas in July, like when I do Christmas in July, I follow a infomercial strategy. Um, So yeah, that's all I wanna say about this. Until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Oh, join the membership because you just should. Okay, that's it. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I know you loved it. So go ahead and leave a five-star review. Make sure to share this episode and tag me at Moms Do Business Different and at Mrs. K. Hillman so Ayantha knows it's real. May you walk in your purpose and calling every single day to steward the life and business that God has called you to. Until next time, let's get this money.